I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. From the outskirts of Anchorhead and on the shores of the Great Shot Flats, you're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the bright center in the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Nancy. Hi! On today's episode, we're talking with Swapna and Preeti from Daisy Geek Girls to talk about The Last Jedi trailer and, mostly, Luke Skywalker. We're about to get started, so sit back, grab some power converters, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, Swapna and Preeti. Yay! <laughs> We're so excited. We're so excited. Thank you for having us. We are going to, there's going to be a lot of giggling on the show right now. So if you are not cool with that, stop listening. Because if you're going to email us and tell us the show's stupid or whatever, go away. Because rude. Listeners, you're going to be able to tell where I just mute my mic, uh, (laughs) pour a drink, sit back and enjoy the show myself. Whatever. (laughs) So thanks guys for coming on. We were so glad to have you on and we... Love your show, so, and of course, I wanted to talk about Luke Skywalker with people who appreciate him. (laughs) Um, So whenever we have new guests on, we always ask them the same question first, which is, how did you become a Star Wars fan? So, uh, Swapna, we'll start with you. Um, so it's just, it's one of those things. I've always been a Star Wars fan. Like, I can't remember a time in my life when I wasn't a Star Wars fan. So it's not even like like it's just it was destined I've always been a Star Wars fan so I can't remember the first time I saw the movies or anything like that just because it's always been a big part of my life that's cool and Preeti what about you my story is very similar Uh, my parents (laughs) my parents are Star Wars fans and I have an older brother and so presumably they had us watch them um I like Slavna do not remember the first time I saw it I was joking, you know, when we got to meet Mark Hamill at Celebration, which was like the best day of my life, uh, I was joking about how, what I was going to say. And I was like, I'm going to tell him that I remember, like, I have the same length of memory of him as I do of my mother. (laughs) (laughs) There is like, no, like, it's not like I have like longer memories of my mom. (laughs) Unfortunately, it didn't actually happen because Preeti... Was rendered mute the second we were in Mark Hamill's presence. No, I knew I knew three words. It was or no, I knew five words. Oh my god, and thank you. Yes, (laughs) that's it. It sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, no, no memories of like first first Star Wars experiences. Yeah. Yeah, always there. And so other than Luke Skywalker, what sorts of like things are you most into in Star Wars? Because everyone, we all like Star Wars, but then we all like something about Star Wars a little more than everything else. I think it's the, I mean, not, not just like the plot or any, it's it, all of it's so good, but it's the watchability of it. Mm-hmm. Like I can put those movies, I've seen those movies countless times, like cannot tell you how many times I've seen them, but I can still put it on and it's it's like a warm blanket. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's just so safe and comfortable and and you know when they got re-released and and all those things happened throughout our childhoods it was just this like really lovely presence that was always there yeah you know there's just something about it as a whole that I just like I love it so much yeah for me it's um there's I mean so many things I love but I think my favorite current thing is the increase in representation in the new Like, you know, in The Force Awakens and in Rogue One, um, there's a lot more people of color. The, you know, it's two men of color and um, a woman, you know, that front, you know, the new trilogy. So I think that there's a lot of things I love about it. But as a kid being able, you know, being told I couldn't play Star Wars because there wasn't anyone who looked like me, it means a lot to see mm-hmm. that on screen. Yeah. I think we can all agree with that. That's... The best part of the new Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Modern so Star good. Wars with gir- with girls in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and soon to be girls of color. Yes. yes. <laughs> also very important. I cannot wait. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> I, I mean, you can take all of your The Force Awakens suck think pieces and just shove it because Seriously. Oh so many people got to see themselves for the first time in that film. And that's what's important to me. Mm hmm. And whatever, it's a good movie. It yes. is a good movie. <laughs> Anyone who said otherwise is a Grinch. Who talks first? Yes. You talk first, I talk first. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment I knew. Yes, I know. everyone. It, that, that I, so I felt like the entire theater exhaled at the same <laughs> yeah, moment. I agree. It I was agree. that moment and then the moment that he, like that moment was great because I was like, oh, this is a Star Wars movie. And then the moment when Kylo Ren stops the laser. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is a new Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sometime we're going to have to have a uh, Skype to get get together where we all watch The Force Awakens together. It'll be great. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, hey, before we move on too much further, uh, Tashi Station Radio is brought to you in part by our awesome Patreon subscribers. Uh, click the link on Tashi-Station.net for more details and learn how you can support the show. Uh, and now it's time for Fixer's Flash. And as is obligatory, we start with Nancy to tell us the geeky things she's been up to. Uh, well, last week I told you that I was reading Thrawn and Guardians of the Wills. And now I'm going to tell you that I'm done with Thrawn and Guardians of the Wills. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Thrawn was very Thrawny. Uh, if you like Thrawn, <laughs> if you like Timothy Zahn, you will like the book. Was it also Zani? It was It was very Zani. <laughs> Thrawny and Zani? Thrawny and Zani. Um, I will know, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it on last week's show, I might have, but um, I was really surprised at how many women were in this book um i you know i'm a huge tim zon fan and um but he's he's he hasn't been the greatest with uh equal representation of female characters in his books usually he has like a few that are really strong uh but you know it's mostly guys in the background um and this one it's still the majority guys but um you know, there's Governor Price, who's a major character, POV character. And then, like, there's a lot of, like, background women. Like, the um, first captain that Thrawn serves under is a woman. And then his executive officer later on is a woman. 
There's a bunch of other women who are just mentioned, like, as officers and, like, stormtroopers and stuff. So that was really cool. And I was like, good job, Tim. You are also advancing with the times. <laughs> Great work, Tim. You realize it's no longer the 90s. <laughs> yes, but I was, really, I was really cool with that. I think, um, so uh, Bria has, like, a spreadsheet that she made up that of like women in the empire and i think she said like uh, this book brought like gave 12 new ones which is a lot uh so but yeah i liked it um it, it took a while for me to get into but the end like has my brain turning especially if you know of the things thrawn did in legends uh it's, it fits in really good with that, and I'm just have all these ideas of characters I want to meet, and 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 we should put point out that part of the reason it took you so long to get into it is because we had other things going, yeah. on <laughs> that were not related to Thrawn, yeah, yeah. Um, also, is really funny to read about him as like a lieutenant. <laughs> I'm like, you're mm-hmm. you're having to listen to people and follow orders. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. really funny. Um, and Guardians of the Wolves was great, and if you like Bays and Chiru, you will like the book. I mean. Has Greg Rucka had a misfire yet in no. every, all the things he's con- contributed? I, I don't think so. Like, the characters are great, and I hate Saw Gerrera even more now. <laughs> Sorry, Saw. <laughs> Although, I have that sitting like on my desk to read, and now I'm definitely gonna push it up higher on my TBR. Yeah. Oh, Thrawn and Guardians of the Wolves were both so good. Yeah. I enjoyed them both immensely. Yeah, and Guardians is really fast, like because it's it's it only is. like 238 pages, and it's yeah, really it's like a small. Book, right? Yeah, it's really. Good. I had to keep reminding myself that it was for you know it was a middle grade book mm-hmm. for kind yeah, of younger readers because I kept, I kept being like really worried, like terrible, like things were gonna happen. Like no. <laughs> This is for kids. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you re- ever read Jason Fry's books, um, terrible, terrible things happen <laughs> in his books for children. So. <laughs> and we should also point out this book came very highly recommended from Jason yes, Fry. Yes, it did. He said it's his favorite of the new canon. So. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, you guys should read it. I also, because I have like a whole list of books I have to read. Um, including like this month's book club pick. And then I also have to read Rebel Rising. But I went and bought a new uh, Ronnie Lauren book. And if you know who Ronnie Lauren is, she's a romance writer. Awesome. Uh, children, yes. children. Don't no. read the books. No. <laughs> They're not no. for you. They're for adults. Adults. Uh, <laughs> but yes, um, if you are the kind of person who likes to read romance books, and when I say romance, I really mean erotica, uh, hers are good, and they're not problematic, and they have a lot of, like, representation and cool stuff. <laughs> so, yes. So we're ending your bit on Fixer's Flash on Ronnie Lauren? On I read porn. <laughs> I think that hey, might be a. F- it's for everyone. <laughs> I think that might be a first on TSR. No, I've talked about that before. No, probably. have we? Okay. I don't know. I'm sure I've talked about smutty fanfic before. Because <laughs> I mean, as for me, I've been doing things way less interesting than that. <laughs> I've just been playing, playing a lot of Mass Effect and Andromeda because I can't get enough well, of my. Okay. Uh, but those do have sexy times in them. 
Not to that extent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't get enough of my uh, awesome Asian writer family and uh, my awesome lady Sarah Ryder Asian person dialogue. It's great. I love it. Yay. I too, I too have an Asian Sarah Ryder and I'm very much enjoying seeing my entire Asian family on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy when they didn't screw up all of the uh, uh, character mappings for that. I know. I, I was very pleasantly surprised by the way that the, the whole character stuff went. Yeah. 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 So I'm very much enjoying that. Uh, been playing that in spurts here and there. I sadly cannot play video games as much as I used to. So I'll probably be done with this by 2019. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta finish before Battlefront comes out. I mean, I can play both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, sure. There, there are times where you just don't want to do a multiplayer game. You just want to have a single player solitary experience. In which case you bust a Bioware game <laughs> or a uh, Bioware game out. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've been up to. Uh, Swapna, what about you? So I finished Rebel Rising, um, I guess, probably at the end of last week. And I loved it so much. My heart is like shattered in a million pieces. Oh, no. Jin Erso is one of my favorite characters from the, you know, from the new movies. And um, I just loved this book so much. It was so good. That's good to hear because... I I mean I like Jin, but she wasn't my favorite, so I'm eager to read more about her. And I think this book did a really good job of kind of filling in some of the character gaps that the movie didn't fill in. Like gives her some more like motivations and reasons and things like that. That's good. And I've read I've read one of her books, I think, and I, I liked it, so yeah, I really, I love how Star Wars is hitting, or the um, franchise is hitting it out of the park with these YA writers. Yeah, they are. Claudia Gray, and, <laughs> you know, like, it's, I and Beth Revis, like, I read, I read her Across the Universe trilogy, and it was, it was incredible. So good. Yeah, it was really good. And so I was really excited when she was, it was announced she was writing this, and she did not disappoint me. So I was very happy. So I... I I take it we're all excited here for uh, Claudia doing a young adult Leia novel. Yes! Oh my God, yes! I literally email. It's, I work in Kidlit. Like, it, that's my day job is children's publishing. And I, like, emailed my colleague at Disney and was like, as soon as there is something available, send it to me. Yes. Like, as soon as she was like, we don't have anything. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> But yeah, um, and then just reading just a lot. I've been reading a lot of sci-fi and fantasy lately uh, for the day job. And it's, um, yeah, but um, I just finished Solari by Michael Johnston, which comes out in June, which has got some really interesting female characters. It's a fantasy and um, it's set in this, it's kind of the world building is slow, but kind of once it all, all the pieces click into place, it's about this one family that rules over this kingdom and they have this like faraway emperor that they have to pay tribute to, but then there are secrets and, you know, the family kind of is all, there's some infighting. It's really fun. I really enjoyed it. Cool. So. And Preeti, what about you? All right. Uh, I just finished this book that I really enjoyed and is actually out in the world. It's not something I read like eight months ahead of time, which is very exciting. Um, called Mirror in the Sky by Aditi Korana. And it's a YA title that's, Basically, 
set in present day, but they've discovered that there is another Earth that is seems to be with version parallel versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's about this teenager, Tara Krishnan, uh, who starts to think about what this other Tara is doing. And it's very much just the conceit. It's like a contemporary story with a sci-fi slant. And it's really good. Um, but it is not like sci-fi sci-fi it's very much like relationships and friendships and stuff that I just eat up um and then I am still playing Breath of the Wild (laughs) (laughs) and it's so good but it's so big I feel like I have I'm like 30 or 40 hours of gameplay in and I'm just running around like, that's all I'm doing. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm literally just exploring and stumbling upon things. And it's so daunting at times. But also the other day, I found, like, a huge skeleton and climbed all over it and got a really cool fire sword. <laughs> so... <laughs> that's awesome. Open world it's... gaming. So daunting oh. yet. Oh, I can't drag myself away. It's amazing. And it's so infuriating because if I have like 30 minutes, I won't play because I know I need like four hours. Yeah. It reminds me of when I used to play WoW. (laughs) There's a reason I no longer play WoW. It's so big. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's amazing. Cool. Hit me up if you want to talk about Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get you on with our uh, Western Reaches uh hosts yeah to talk about that they would dig that conversation <laughs> yes all right well it is time for deke's dirt news from around fandom and we start with news that uh disney is rolling out some of their maker studio stuff uh into the into their sphere and uh of interest to star wars fans is the science and star wars web show hosted by anthony carboni and uh that is going to be a facebook exclusive yeah, so uh, we've got yet another web show for Star Wars. We've got Star Wars show and uh, um, ah, Rebels Recon. I can remember the name just escaped <laughs> me. Uh, Rebels Recon. So now we've got Science and Star Wars. So uh, that will be uh, probably a cool show, you know. So. And uh, coming this fall, Pablo's Coffee Corner. Oh gosh. <laughs> I know. I was like, is he going to bother Pablo every day or is he going to bother like someone else? He should bother Leland. Get Leland on. <laughs> bother him. Oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's not a lot of news lately because, you know, it was. Like, Everything was blown on celebration. Yeah. Although <laughs> tomorrow we will possibly get some news. Because tomorrow is the punniest day of the year, yeah. May the 4th. At the very least, we're going to get deals on Star Wars merch. Yeah, I used to be very down on May the 4th and be like, May 25th is the real Star Wars day. And I still think that May 25th should be Star Wars day. Only because we got married that day. No, it should be Star Wars day because it's the <laughs> day Star Wars came out, which is why okay. we got married on that day. Aren't you guys, can't we all just agree that we're, like, I can say that I'm a fanatic for Star Wars Day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, (laughs) I, I've accepted it because it means more Star Wars. So if they want to sell me stuff for sale, on sale, and if they want to release pretty pictures from Vanity Fair, I'm okay with that. Do it. So I hope we get some stuff tomorrow. I know Anthony Bresnikan said that 
he's working on stuff for Entertainment Weekly tomorrow. Oh, Anthony, you tease. And I think there might be something coming from Vanity Fair because um, Club J tweeted something about Vanity Fair pictures and Joanna Robinson, who's the writer for Vanity Fair, kind of like smile, did a like upside down smiley face. So I couldn't interpret as to whether that was a yes or a no. (laughs) So I will cross my fingers for another hot Poe Dameron picture. Just give us a single Poe Dameron spray. Because that's when we got the- We're good. I'm good. That's when we got the X-Wing pinup picture. Ooh, so good. That was a good day in Star Wars fandom. That was (laughs) a really good day. I literally got to work like right- right before it got released and I looked at it and I texted Brian and I was like, oh my god, look at this picture. (laughs) So yes, I'm hoping there's more pictures. I'm hoping there's some Luke pictures. Yes. Because we need some more. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's all the fandom news. Not a lot. But we do have some Biggs bullshit Star Wars film news. Yeah. Uh, Disney released their D23 D23, <laughs> say that 10 times fast. Disney released their D23, okay, yeah. D23 <laughs> schedule. Hopefully we'll be getting some more film news during then, but uh, you can be certain we're going to be getting park news. Yes. Then. Yes. I can't wait to hear more about Star Wars Land. They oh teased us at Celebration. You're and gonna I just have a more. reputation system. It's gonna be like you're walking into a Bioware game. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know. And hopefully there'll be some film stuff. Maybe they'll tell us what the new what the third standalone is. Who knows? All I know is that if you and McGregor walks out on stage, oh my god, oh my god, their pants. <laughs> I will lose my mind. I feel like everybody wants a standalone Obi Wan movie with <laughs> McGregor, and I'm like, just give it to us. We know Literally. he wants to do it. He's down. Yeah, Ewan wants to do it. The fans want it. It's a win-win. Just announce it. Yes, and he doesn't age, so like just he do really it. doesn't. Him, him, and Jimmy Smiths. So how much will you all lose it if uh, you and at some point in a standalone film just looks at someone and says, hello there? Stop. <laughs> as much as I'll lose it if Luke says that. Which, yeah. <laughs> um, also, speaking of Luke and Mark Hamill. Uh, I'm going to let you take this There is a new Omaze Force for Change campaign going on right now. Uh, there was a very cute video with Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill that they released prior to Celebration. Um, and then there was one with John Boyega of him pranking Star Wars fans. And then today they released another one that was Mark Hamill pranking fans, which was delightful. And you should go watch it because it's really good and hilarious. Um, and you can win several things um, from donating. The There's a trip to the Han, I think, or like a trip to the Han Solo set. There's um, a trip to the Last Jedi premiere. And then also a bonus thing is lunch with Mark Hamill, which, yes, please. (laughs) How would you even be, I like, I I would just sit there and stare. I wouldn't be able to eat. eat. Yeah. I would be such a weirdo. I wouldn't be able to eat. I'd be too nervous. I'd be like, 
Hi, how are you? <laughs> I feel like I would like start talking in an accent for no reason. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, go there and donate. I believe the campaign is open for like another week. And then the winners will be announced on May 22nd. So cross your fingers. Because that would be a nice thing to win. <laughs> uh, and now we're moving on to Cammy's concerns. And we are going to be talking about the Last Jedi trailer and Luke Skywalker. Because... <laughs> Because we are. Uh, But before we get into that discussion, I wanted to give you guys a chance to talk about your podcast um, and how you guys got started doing the podcast. And um, also tell us about the wonderful (laughs) hashtag, Luking for Luke. Uh, (laughs) We are. Okay, so first thing you should know about us is that we're mind twins. Yes, um, that is a true statement. <laughs> we like can kind of creepily read each other's minds a little bit. We think very similarly. <laughs> um, so we've been friends for years, like just met through like online circles. Um, and our um, we both kind of work in like some publishing. I do publishing type stuff, and Preeti does actually publish actual publishing stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we've been talking about doing a podcast for wanting to do a podcast for years, but not being able to commit to like a weekly type thing and then I think maybe she had the bright idea that like maybe hey maybe we don't have to do it weekly I was like there's no no one's making us do anything so that's how Daisy Geek Girls is born and we had our first episode in February I think and it's been a lot of fun it's kind of a mix of Bollywood and (laughs) um like geek stuff I like Preeti's Bollywood I think Preeti's Bollywood Corners. <laughs> yes. It basically yes. is. Um, I mean, she tells me what to watch, and then I watch it, because I don't watch a lot of Bollywood stuff. And so, not that I don't enjoy it. It's just, you know, three hours is a really long time for me to sit down and watch something. Um, and so, but she tells me what to watch, and I, I mean, watch It's it. basically an opportunity for us. We really wanted a space where we could just talk about things we liked. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, I, I feel like our interests are all are pretty varied and and just kind of across the board. There's random stuff that we are really into, and we just were like, we want a space where it's just a good time for like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, and also like we talk about a lot of Star Wars, <laughs> like yeah. a lot. Like both- half our episodes are usually about. Star I know. Wars. I like my friends who were trying to listen were like. I don't really like Star Wars, but good job. It's like, that's fine. You don't have to. But Looking for Luke came about when the Force Awakens trailers were coming out. And Swapna and I realized that we were both huge Luke Skywalker fans one night. This that is like, seems like something you should have talked about way earlier than that. I feel like it came about because we both knew that we liked Star Like, we both knew the other one liked Star Wars. But for some reason, I don't remember how or why we were doing it, but we were like, let's watch the trailer and analyze it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And we realized we both love, like, we're obsessed with Luke. Literally, we were like, is that Luke's hand? And we were (laughs) looking at pictures of Mark Hamill. It was like, it was like Handgate. It was that that scene where I think it's like Ma's hand. Ma's hand. 
hands the lightsaber to Leia. That mm-hmm. doesn't appear in the film. Right. But we were like, whose hand is that? And so we're literally like looking at pictures of Mark Hamill's hands. And like, like Googling Mark Hamill up. hand size. Right. Like 200% <laughs> on my computer being like, is it the same hand? And we're like, we're. So he could have really small hands. Right. Who knows? <laughs> and then it spun into this idea of like, where is Luke? If that's not his hand, where is he? <laughs> and then we're yes. just looking for Luke for months. For months. And months and months. months. And then the entire film. Yes. The, film the entire. So when, so when you first saw The Force Awakens, what was your reaction to the first line of the crawl, which is, Luke Skywalker has vanished. I can tell you, Nancy's, it was pained howling. No, it wasn't howling. It was more of like a... <laughs> the scene where, like, um, where I think it's like Ray and Chewie go off in the Millennium Falcon and it kind of seems like the end of the movie, I almost, like, punched someone because I thought I they were going to end the movie without us having seen him. I was, uh. I feel like I was like, of course Luke is missing. Of course. Typical. I just yeah. had this moment of like, that's of course what he would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of like, well, I'm glad they got that out of the way in the first second of the movie. Because <laughs> uh, yep. then I was kind of like, all right, we're not going to see him until later on. And then when he didn't show up during the fight, I'm like, yep, last scene in the movie. That's all it's going to be. And it was. But now we found yeah. him. We have found yeah. Luke. <laughs> And so is Ray. <laughs> so, yes, um, we talked a little bit about the last Jedi trailer a few weeks ago when we did our celebration roundup, but we didn't really get to it in depth because we were talking about everything else. So we're going to break it down yes. in depth. Uh, so, um, I, I, I didn't we we really didn't see the trailer live because of the convention being terrible (laughs) terrible like terrible yes so my first viewing was where i couldn't really hear it i couldn't really see it um and it wasn't until like the fourth time when i was watching it on my phone and i was like getting really in i was like oh oh okay i i'm i'm good now (laughs) this makes me happy um but yeah, we tried to watch it like at the food court. You yeah. watched it on like, my phone on her phone when it was streaming at the food court, and we were so. both like, "What did they say? What? Yeah, that? yeah." In hindsight, we would have been better off doing that yeah, as well. We should have gone. I mean, we in hindsight, we should have just gone back to the hotel and watched it. But, <laughs> but alas, um, so the the first thing about the trailer is that Luke talks in it. (laughs) And I don't care if this is just voiceover for the trailer or if it's actual dialogue from the movie because it's Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. It's not Mark Hamill. It's Luke. It's Luke because his voice is different from Luke's voice. And it's very subtle and... You don't know it until you like go see Mark Hamill at cons and watch him in videos. That's, that's kind of the sign of a good voice actor, yes. though, because they can yeah. modulate He's what so they good. sounded like years ago. Um, Billy West uh, for Futurama, um, 
he he often said that uh, the reason he got the role was because he played himself as he sounded thirty years ago when he was playing <laughs> Fry. That's kind of the same thing. Uh, that's kind of the same thing Mark Hamill was doing in that trailer. But even like even his like speaking voice back then was a little different. Like Luke is just very like earnest sounding. Yeah. Uh, and that's and he was like 22, right? Yeah. He was such a baby. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Our show name. My love. I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we hear him. And um, I want to take the lines and make them into a loop so I can just listen to it when I'm having a stressful day. Breathe. <laughs> just... Yeah. Breathe. Yes. It would be good, right? It'd be great. <laughs> good meditation material. It Not is. gonna lie. You should you need to, to I'll see if I can cap that and loop it for you. Yes, and it would be very good to play when I'm having a baby. Because <laughs> I need relaxation. <laughs> It'll be much better than Uba. I already told Brian if he does that, I will kill him. <laughs> That's what Padme should have done. Anyway, tangent. Uh, so we see, we hear Luke, and he's training Ray, which, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> I don't know if I can handle Luke Skywalker training someone, like, and being the Yoda. It's all of your legends' dreams come true. It is. <laughs> but I'm so interested to see, like what he's learned yes and what yeah. because here's the thing is like yoda and obi-wan maybe didn't do that great of a job they they did it they did a shit job they, <laughs> they, did, a they, terrible they job. did not learn from their mistakes they didn't learn from the mistakes of the jedi they just like did the thing again mm-hmm. they're like you guys didn't learn the first time yeah like i'm gonna go save my dad Eh, no you gotta kill him no, I really want to go save my dad. No, got to kill him. Kill him. Kill him. I, I want this movie to make Luke hucking his lightsaber at the end of Jedi all the more important. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like I, you know, I, I, I read Legends and it was Luke training people to be a Jedi like the whole 30 some odd years of legends material and um like even in you know the thrawn trilogy he's he's training mara at the end and you know as as the books go on he opens his jedi academy and then he's you know got all whole hundreds of students during the new jedi order and then it's just like so actually being able to see him training someone <laughs> is probably going to short-circuit my brain <laughs> and make me really happy. I'm so excited to see him training someone, but what is with his short robe coat? <laughs> you are so obsessed with It's so weird looking. I'm sorry. I don't understand. I'm sure it'll look fine when you, but you see it Listen, twice in silhouette. And I don't have, understand. You have to make some changes, all right? You have to start somewhere. I get it. Obi-Wan wore the same clothes for like seven years. Yeah, and we just discussed what a problem Obi-Wan was. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's 
there's not many places to <laughs> shop on Octo. So he's like, and come cutting, on, this like, is this is cutting. the guy that grabbed that gold jacket at the ceremony and thought it was a good choice. So I mean, his <laughs> hey, his, hey, his fashion choices good. are suspect here. He does like I'm, he does like ponchos. How <laughs> oh, I haven't even thought about if it's a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ray has one too. Oh no. Ray has that poncho too. <laughs> um No, but I am really excited to see him in training mode, especially because the um episode eight panel at um celebration makes it clear that when she first gets there maybe he's not so interested in the idea of training her or really doing anything yeah i i i'm so i wrote an article last week about luke skywalker and the end of the jedi and you know basically kind of like people were going oh luke's depressed oh luke's so emo and everything and i was like no no, he he's determined. He's got a plan. Um, I mean, yes, he's probably sad because, you know, his nephew is a jerk and his best friend is dead. <laughs> and uh, his whole, you know, Jedi Order was killed again. Uh, but I feel like he, he went off on a mission and didn't just run away. And I want to know what he found and now what he plans to do and how Ray either helps him with that or kind of like blows his plan up and now he's like, okay, now I've got this girl here and I got to train her. And how do I do that? <laughs> I real like, I am just so insanely curious as how a person goes from I am a Jedi like my father before me to it's time for the Jedi to end like what like I am so interested in that emotional what journey. I feel like because we get seen? yes well, yeah we, we get a clip of it well presumably I'm assuming we get a clip of it in the trailer where it looks like it's him next to R2 falling to his knees and oh. his burning building, oh, right? that right. shot makes me so upset <laughs> It's but it's also, I feel shot. like it's necessary. I feel like Luke oh, yeah. has to learn the lessons that the Jedi before him did not learn. Yeah. yeah. You know, he did it their way. I'm making a lot of assumptions. <laughs> but he did, he did it their way and got Kylo Ren. So I feel like he's gone off to reassess everything he thought he knew. Right. And I think he's trying to break that cycle. Yes. Yeah, I Definitely. agree. Um. I, yeah, that that scene is is very upsetting to me, <laughs> and it's even more upsetting when I when I know that we're we're gonna get books that are set during the time when Luke is uh, training this these new Jedi, and we're gonna learn meet them all and like them, and knowing they're all gonna die. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, I love the idea, like you said, of Luke being the one who decides that I am going to be the one who ends this cycle. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And I think there's something to be said where you're not running away and being an emo, you know, whatever. You're right. choosing, you realize maybe that the maybe the galaxy is better without what the Jedi were. And until you figure out what the Jedi should be, um, not, you know, playing a part in galactic events. Yeah. And I also think, you know, it when when Luke is knows what he needs to do, and when Luke 
knows that it's time to fight again, he he's gonna fight. You know, he's yep. he's not gonna just you know slink away like the Bendu in um, Rebels. You know, he he's gonna he's gonna choose a side and he's gonna fight. Um, and he's going to slowly walk in and he's just going to put his hand out and just pin people against the wall. <laughs> not gonna, Maybe. Not going to kill anyone. He's going to, he's, you know, everyone's going to live. I just, I, I, if I have to read one more, Luke's going to, it's time for the Jedi to end means Luke is dark now. Think peace. I'm going to punch somebody. Either, uh. either Luke is dark or Luke's going to die. Like, yeah, I, I don't. No, like no. It's time for Luke to establish a new order of force adepts. I mean, they can't. Yeah. They can't kill off the entire. They just can't. Ah, I'm so yes. I I I get really angry when people are like, "Luke's gonna die. Luke's gonna die." I, um, I'm sorry. This is not Harry Potter, and you do not have to kill <laughs> all of the Marauders. Yes, seriously. Well, also, like, it makes no sense to kill him in this movie because we just lost Han Solo. In Force Awakens, who took the role of Rey's mentor? Right. So that's the losing of the mentor. So if you want, yeah, that's Obi Wan. That. So Luke then meets Yoda in Empire, but Yoda doesn't die until the last movie, and Yoda's really old and dies of old age. Luke is not very old. Luke is not going to die of old age. So. If he is going to die, it's not going to happen in this movie. No. It's and honestly, Mark Hamill is such a treasure to, the, like, he's such yes. an asset for the Star Wars franchise in general. I just, can't, I can't see them killing him off. Like, yeah, from a, I agree. you know, like, he, like, well, he has been so good for the franchise. And plus, like, you know, unfortunately, out of universe uh, events, you know, he's the only one. Of the original three that can keep playing Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, yep. And I don't think they're going to want to lose that. Also, like, all they need to do is, like, bring if, you know, because they're going to move forward after episode nine. Um, yeah. You know, they want to bring him back for episode 10 and 11 and 12 as him just, you know, in his little castle, wherever he is, uh, and just bring him in for five minutes of, you know, wise cameo man <laughs> that's all i need to do <laughs> that's all i need to do awesome um so yeah i'm glad we're all in agreement that we don't think luke's gonna die nope because it would be, i just think it would be lazy writing also like, i agree also they they use all of their emotional manipulation with yeah. Han's death and yeah. I, I don't feel like like i mean i uh, love yeah. luke way more than han but I don't see how any way of killing Luke. I, I feel like you burned all of your emotional and emotional capital yeah. by earning Han's death. Yeah. 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 And like, I can't, it's hard for me to think of anything else that could be sadder than Han's death just because of the, the circumstances. Yeah. And even if, you know, even with if it's a situation with Kylo killing Luke, I don't think that would be as sad because he's not his no. father, you know. And assuming that the trilogy or is about, you know, the eventual redemption of Kylo or whatever, there's if he kills both Han and Luke, there's yeah. hard <laughs> enough. It's hard enough with just him killing Han. Yeah. But if he kills them both, like that redemption is never happening in the audience's eyes. And if they try to pull it, it'll never work. Nope. No, it won't. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if if he is redeemed or even like 
just like not necessarily redeemed, but turns away from the dark side, you know, like having him have to face Luke, his former master, is way more of a redemptive arc than than you know luke dying or okay whatever. sidebar but can you imagine luke saying to you i'm disappointed in you oh god <laughs> no i'm not mad i'm disappointed <laughs> i'm not mad i'm disappointed <laughs> oh that was sad <laughs> i need all those books about luke and, <laughs> luke and ben solo oh that'll okay. be what the fate of the jedi series should have been oh yes don't want to get me started. Um, <laughs> so there was other stuff in the trailer besides Luke. <laughs> there what? There what? was? Yeah. Was <laughs> I mean, really, we only saw him twice, which was the shot of him and Arto, which is just devastating and makes me really sad. And then him, um, you know, the, it's time for the Jedi to end shot. So the, the trailer opens with this... Uh, Fade in from black, and there's Ray suddenly breathing heavily. It's a theme. Next Force one, is, next one's Poe is gonna yes. <laughs> jump up. <laughs> breathing I, did heavily. Did you guys watch mm. the side by side of um, the Force no, Awakens I character in the Last Jedi? I did. It is, yes. It it's amazing. I mean, it's deliberate, but it is amazing mm-hmm. how legitimately like they did this on purpose. Yeah, um, like it is shot for shot, like. It's kind of, I mean, it's fascinating in terms of, like, why they would do that for, like, marketing purposes, but yeah. it's really cool. And I'm really excited to see, like, what sh- what makes her do that, you know? You know, did she just go into her version of the Dark Side Cave, or did she have a she vision? she looks frightened. Or, yeah. Yeah. She looks- I mean, I think she definitely saw something she didn't want to see, mm-hmm. or was surprised to see. Yeah. Um... And we we get shots of Leia, which mm-hmm. is, I'm very excited for. Well, um, there's there's also that shot of uh, the stones raising around Ray's yeah. hand, which was like, oh my yes. god, I love that. Yes. Um. So, oh, so on your on your podcast when you talked about the um when you talked about the trailer. I know, Preeti, you mentioned that you were trying to figure out what they were saying in the background. I I figured it out. Okay, I, it out too. I was gonna tell you, <laughs> but tell me anyway. The um, it's so when Ray says she sees light, and then we see Leia, and then we hear "Help me, Obi Wan" mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. and then when we see Kylo's mask, which I thought was Vader's mask. Same. I thought it was Vader's mask at the beginning, and then I was watching with my husband, and he pointed out, he was like, that eye is wrong. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. That's a Kylo mask. Yeah, it took me like 12 viewings to see Which that. Which makes me wonder, when did he make a new one, or or did somehow they they get it back from the He got bridge? that super awesome scar, so he doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> um, but then he when he's talking, we hear Obi-Wan saying, um, seduced by the dark side. Which is mm-hmm. an awful lot of Obi-Wan. I have to say, you know, mm-hmm. she says, Leia says, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then we have a Obi-Wan it's voiceover. Like, it's a clue. I know. That's, I'm going We're to. getting it. <laughs> going to like overanalyzing. I'm those. okay if it's a clue that we're getting an Obi-Wan movie. Not okay if it's Rey Kenobi, because I don't want that. Two thumbs down. I'm okay if Rey Kenobi, if she's also 
Ray Skywalker at the same time. Because I feel like if you're going to do it, double down. You know? I would be okay. I think she's a Skywalker, but Mm -hmm. I would be okay with a Kenobi. I don't want her to be nobody. But... I realized this week when Walker Saga. How could you? I realized when I was talking on Twitter with someone this week that the reason I want her to be a Skywalker so badly is because I miss Luke's relationship with Ben Skywalker from Legends, (laughs) and I (laughs) and I want to have like an actual good story with him and his child, (laughs) not what we got in the books. I think I definitely think she's a Skywalker. Like Star Wars is it's the story of it's a story of the Skywalkers yeah. at the end of I the just, day. So I think it is. It's a letdown if cuz I guess technically Ben is a Skywalker so it could still be he's such a, a disappointment. That would be I such know. a technicality. <laughs> but it's it's, uh, it's Yeah. Well, I don't know cuz on the one hand, I like the idea of the Skywalker Saga going through Leia because I got yes. I feel like she gets a little short to Yes, I agree. She does. But going through Georgia Leia to get to white privileged male dude bro <laughs> who throws it all away. I know. But I don't can't you that. see that being like the Hollywood like oh, yeah. but then it's with Leia, not even considering. Yeah. I feel like I could see that conversation happening. But it would be like the 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 best thing about Ray if if she if she ends up being I, I like kind of like the idea of her being a Kenobi descendant because of the whole symmetry with, you know, Kylo being obsessed with Vader. Yeah. And that yeah. whole, like, you know, master apprentice. Also, I love the fact that he's obsessed with Vader and yet he's named after Obi-Wan. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, so if he's got this whole lineage through Vader or through, you know, Anakin, and then he, and then Rey also is related to Anakin, but also related to Obi-Wan, that's gotta really piss him off. <laughs> like, who does this girl think she is? Taking my lightsaber. <laughs> It'd make me happy. So, uh, continuing on with the trailer, do we want to talk about the books? <laughs> They're books. No, They're actual paper books. books. Books! Yeah. What did Luke find out in the books? <laughs> Gorgeous book. Sh- that bookshelf's gorgeous. It took me True. so long to figure out like the perspective on yes. it. I, was I know. At. I was like today, literally to on my like panicky last minute viewing <laughs> when I was like, oh crap, I gotta watch this trailer. I was like, those are books. Yeah, yeah. I want. I how long until they make that bookshelf? Oh, in like four seconds. Yeah, We're, I'm Disney, gonna buy one. Disney already has it copyrighted. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna buy one. I'm totally gonna buy one. Totally gonna buy one. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at the books now. Uh, um. So yeah, doesn't they say. Um. Doesn't Yoda say surround? He says surrounds, surrounds us, binds us. Yeah. Yeah. While um. Yeah. The over the bookshelf. Yeah. Oh, I think we're gonna get Force Lore in this movie, and I am so excited about it. I am and it's too. It's Ryan Johnson writing Force Lore. Yeah. I, know. I like think we're gonna get some good stuff. Yeah. Because I like. I think like. Rebels and Clone Wars were leading up to this by giving us pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. I really am hopeful. I'm really picky with my Force lore. <laughs> like, the the the, the Dagma scenes are, like, some of my favorites, and especially the Luminous Being speech is, like, that's basically what I want 
them to plaster on the wall and be like, this is the force here. <laughs> um, because they they tend to get too like clinical at times, um, and then sometimes they can get too weird. Like the Morta stuff from Clone Wars got way too weird for me. But... Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have minded it if it was like if it hadn't been all like it was all a dream. I was kind of like, oh, that's disappointing. But it really wasn't a dream. So right, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do here and like if if Luke gives some sort of luminous beings type speech, I might kill over and die in the movie theater. <laughs> I like can't take it. I cannot I can't handle it. Ray, you're more than this crude. Stop matter. it! <laughs> ugh, you're so mean. Like, ugh, he's gonna be training her. I can't. I know. Oh my god. Yeah. That one scene in the trailer where he's kind of standing there and you see her with the light. Oh, <sighs> yes. Uh, I'm I looking at that still right now. Just that. I love that scene. That pan and then, like, over. That's when the music swells. Yeah. And oh. it's great because you just see her and then it pans back and you realize he's standing there watching he's her. There Lindsay has a short watching. coat. You can see the short coat. <laughs> I get so obsessed with the short coat. I love it. <laughs> so, so... The question everyone has been asking is, is Luke going to ignite his lightsaber in this movie? And I am really hoping that he does. <laughs> um, because I will, I will die. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he has to. I, I think he has to. Yeah. I really want, like, a confrontation with Kylo Ren where, like, Rey is kind of bested. Because Kylo is going to be, you know, at 100% now, and he's going to be really pissed off. Um, and maybe, like, catch Rey off guard. And then I want Luke to just come in and just wipe the floor with him without even really raising a finger. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Luke being like, uh-uh, not me. You're fighting her. <laughs> and Kylo being so mad. That's also good. <laughs> I also like that. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm she sorry, Kylo. It. You're Don't beneath worry. me. Oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> yes. Shit. Precisely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, the the shot of the Falcon escaping the TIE Fighters. Who's in the gutter turret? Who's in the gutter turret? Who's in the gutter turret? <laughs> this is very important questions. Uh, because if you go under the assumption that it's Ray. And Chewie flying, um, which, by the way, what's Chewie been doing the yeah, entire Chewie time? And what have they been doing? Like, oh do they just Chewie stay there and hang out? They, they've just been playing Dejaric for months on end. <laughs> do they I send them handle, away? I can't handle Chewie in mourning. Like, yeah. I can't handle him being sad. Do they send them away and then come back to save? Like, I have I have questions about what Chewie's well, doing. I don't know what Kelly Man like Kelly Marie Tran, like Rose is doing. Yeah. I could see Rose as being a part of this, right? Mm. Yes. Also, she has her own story, is what they said. Yeah. Also, someone gave me a really mean idea that during that chase scene that Luke is not in the gunner turret, but that he comes behind them in his X-Wing. Oh my god! Don't! No. Oh my god! Yeah, I would faint. I would like. I feel like seeing Luke in the X wing again would 
be mean more to me than seeing him with the lightsaber again. <laughs> I can't even picture it. Like I can't oh, picture I can. Luke now <laughs> in the X-wing because it just reverts to like baby Luke. I know that's why. Oh I my god! See it if so they bad. bring anything from Legends, it's that the Rebellion just gives him an X-wing, and that's how he gets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> how did he get? He's, he had to get there somehow. Unless what's his face took him. Uh, Lord Santeca. Um, I was about to say his, his life partner Wedge, <laughs> <laughs> who also needs to be in these movies. Yes, that's what I was hoping with his appearance at Celebration. I was hoping they would like announce he would be. You know, I know. Same. I'm hoping that they're keeping it a secret. Because he was, like, so into it, and he was like, I'm so sorry it's taken me so long to get to a convention. Aww, my my really? pipe my yes. pipe dream is in that big space battle we see in the trailer. Ah! All is lost, and then this additional the resistant remnant, commanded by Admiral Antilles, shows up. Yes! Oh, I would die. I need it. And then Luke's like, hey, old pal. <laughs> It's been too long. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How we doing? Same as always. Oh, that makes me sad because we're not going to be able to have that with Luke with Luke and Han. Um. Also, so unrelated to Luke, um, that shot of Phasma is really cool, and I'm glad that she was in the trailer, and I hope she gets more to do in this movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, same. I have a feeling that she will because of all the Phasma stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. It seems to be the year of Phasma leading up yeah. to uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah. I'm all for that. Which is going to be interesting because what what position does that put Kylo Ren in? Yeah. Kylo Ren's a punk bitch. <laughs> uh, yep. That is not inaccurate. <laughs> uh, can, can we talk for a second about determined head down BB-8? Ah! Oh, yes! No. Yes! yes! That's, also, that, there's such a quick scene, but it was so great. Also, please He's stop- like, We're doing it! <laughs> also, please stop blowing up Poe's uh, X-Wings. That comes out of his paycheck. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, there's all the Luke and, Luke and Ray stuff and the Force stuff, which were, you know- all like this is basically what the trailer was focusing on you know mm-hmm. which which i'm cool with because you know it's it's a teaser and it's you know starting out small um i'm really eager to see what is happening with the resistance and the first order and the rest of the cast like you know do do poe and and finn and rose all go off together or does god i hope so is finn even like awake yet because it's yeah. sh- oh, the only scene we get is well, him in a pod that pod finn, finn is sleeping beauty right now <laughs> i know i gonna kiss him it. and wake him up yes please <laughs> face boyfriend it's like um yeah i i'm like finn i want I like him and Poe, you know, that that idea, but also, like, I like him and Ray, and I don't really know anything about Rose, but I also like the idea of him and Rose. <laughs> so I just want Finn to be with everybody. See, why yes. is why just choose so lovable that you're like, is. everyone should just kiss his face. Why choose when polyamory's an option? <laughs> it's, the sh- it's the fanfic way. It is. It's like There was this interview with, with him where recently where they were asking about him and Ray. 
And he said something like, the romance isn't going to go how you think it's going to go. Yeah. And it, literally every comment was like, gaze in space. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that. Um, I, I love that, you know, they have such a good friendship. Um, yes. I would love to s- I, I would I would like to see Finn and Ray together for several reasons. One being because I don't want it to be like if you're a Jedi, you can't have relationships because right. that rules yeah, stupid. I agree. Um also because, you know, I feel like an interracial relationship in Star Wars would be really awesome. Um, but I also wouldn't be fine with them not being together because I also feel like showing a platonic male and female relationship is also right. very important. And also Ray not having a romance would be important. So whatever yes. way they do, they can make me happy. It's really, it's going to be hard for them to mess this up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they would have to try. Right. Be like, we literally didn't listen to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> we introduced this, uh, we introduced this person at the very last second uh, to avoid, uh, to to avoid, uh, you know, representation in relationships oh. here. Yeah. No. Please don't do that, Lucasfilm. Please no. don't. And if he gets like, but I also like again, we don't really know anything about her, but just from like seeing her and the panel and like, um, you know, I the it would be really cute to see him and Rose like become friends and like, yes. You know, Yes. I'm excited for Rose. Like, oh, I'm excited God, for the first too. time that we see her in a trailer. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to, like, have a... I'm going to have to take a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I love everything about how she was described at that Last Jedi panel. Yes. This uh, resistance mechanic that doesn't want to be a hero, but yes. is kind of thrust into this Reluctant whole horrible heroes. situation. I was like, yes, give it to me. I love it. And another... another- major female character in a movie like there can only be one i thought no, and she's an asian woman i know yes. what <sighs> can't, can't see what you it. can do lucasfilm Ugh. and i also like that she's like she came from a background of like like it was like is it what website was she on was she it, was on like funny or die something was it? but it was it was it's not like a typical hollywood background it was funny or die college humor one of those uh, yeah uh. and it's gonna sound this is gonna sound mean and i don't mean it mean but it's like she's not the typical hollywood starlet you know like i like because she seems like she seems kind of like she could be your friend, you know? You know what I mean? And I like, feel like Daisy Ridley was a very similar casting, yeah, too, right? Exactly. Where it's like, I mean, they're both beautiful. Yeah. Like, they're both gorgeous, gorgeous people. Right. But, but I like that know. I like that they're using unknown unknown actresses. Yeah. And it shoots holes in the whole uh now we can't we can't cast uh, an Asian person to play yeah. uh the major in Ghost right. in the Shell. They're unknown. Oh my god, I can't Was she was what I um, was that character was she specified as any sort of race when they cast that, or was it just they? Uh, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything. There's about all it, so sorts of ways you could twist yourself into knots to justify Scarlett Johansson. No, no, but no, no. no. I mean, Rose. no. You mean Rose? Oh, I mean Rose. 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 Yeah, I mean Rose. 
Um, because if she wasn't and they ended up casting Kelly Marie Tran, I think that's awesome. I <laughs> I think it was just I'm I shouldn't say I'm full of crap. I don't know anything. And I was like, <laughs> I think it's open casting. I don't know. I think either way, like either they made a deliberate choice or it's who they ended up with. But either way, I think it's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. Either, I know. either way, it's good. And I'm glad yeah. they wound up with her. Either yeah. they're aware of the issues and they made a deliberate choice to cast some uh, woman of color or they were um, or they just found this woman of color and they were open to that, which either I way. Feel like, I awesome. feel like it was a del- it must have been a deliberate choice, because do you remember when they released that photo from the first script reading of uh, yes. the fourth awakens and everyone was like um there aren't a lot of women and there are like, there's like one woman in that room yeah yeah and they're like oh you now, are correct d- does anyone else uh remember the san diego comic-con uh the force awakens panel when mm-hmm. someone asked about uh oh yeah uh, the asian yeah. the asians in space and jj was like Yay, Asians! And I was like, okay, oh. why? Uh, <laughs> thanks! Yeah. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, but maybe Ryan Johnson was listening? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, I don't know if it'll happen in this movie because they, you know, Ray's kind of off on her island planet, but I hope that they interact eventually. Um, whether in yeah, this movie same. or the next movie. I really need all four of them to interact at the yes. same time. Yes. yes. I feel like they'll give it to us. We're gonna get it. <laughs> we can, wait, we can have two women talking together in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> that doesn't happen. That's allowed? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, so yeah, and also I want to see more of Poe's squadron. I hope that Jess comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard anything about whether she's coming back, so I hope, I hope she does. And Snap, and all the rest of the crew. By the way, Hasbro, we're still waiting on a Jess Pava action figure. Yes, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> all the hasbro people hey well we don't even have a freaking luke skywalker tfa action figure yet what the hell we're still looking for luke <laughs> <laughs> full circle yeah yep so the trailer ends with a uh, very lovely shot of luke at the entrance to a cave by the looks of it mm-hmm. what a Jedi in a cave? I know. <laughs> what? No. Just kind of leaning against it in a short coat, I might add. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I just need to know, did he, did he, um, did he, you know, hem his own coat? Is it a new coat? I, 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 mean, I, I just need to know what is the deal with this short coat? Really? He- the silhouette looks like a really crappy poncho he got from Disney World. He made it himself, okay? There's no one else on that island. He clearly made it himself. He's roared! What else is he gonna do? It's like Luke Skywalker's Project Runway. <laughs> <laughs> I would tune into that. Make it work. 
Brian, please name that's the episode title. We were going to go with looking for Luke, but I think Luke Skywalker's Project Runway is better here. I'm writing it down right now. You're welcome. (laughs) Amazing. So who's Tim Tim Gunn in this? Who's the ghost? The ghost of Oprah, standing over his shoulder, going, "Make it work." (laughs) Yes. It's it's bread. <laughs> Luke has spent the last thirty years just having Obi Wan judging him in the in this spirit form for all of his fashion choices. Oh, That's God. why it's time for the Jedi to end. I know. <laughs> Come on, sure. Have you seen these robes? Come on. Yeah. We we really prefer a floor length. It's a little tight. <laughs> we really really do. This is Luke's way of separating himself from the Jedi. (laughs) Ponchos, see the the right answer. They wore long robes. I wear short coats. (laughs) I mean, it's probably better for when you're fighting. (laughs) Yes, but you don't get the dramatic, I'm shedding my robe to fight. Yeah, you don't get the, like, Grandma, it's me. Anything this podcast is known for, it's for uh, going off the rails. Right. This is why Preeti and I never get anything done ever because we just talk about stuff like this all day. <laughs> That's very true. Um. So, also, uh, in addition to the trailer, they they showed a bunch of screenshots during the panel, or not screenshots, but like you know, production shots from the the movie. Um, and there was one of. There was one of Rose, which um, you couldn't really, it was like a close up, so you didn't really see much of her uh, costume, but she looks really cool, and I'm excited to learn more about her. And we saw, we also got a shot of Ray in her poncho. <laughs> so maybe Luke has a spare and he just gives it to her. He's like, hey, you need this. Listen, Ray's a Skywalker. She, she's had a poncho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was also two shots of Luke, which I was really happy for. New shots of Luke with it with with his coat. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of one is of him like looking really concerned, like he's got this stern look on his face. Uh, and I want to know what what is happening there. Is he like what is this girl doing and? Or he's about to punch the ghost of Obi-Wan for yes. providing more fashion. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Damn it, Obi-Wan. It is not blood orange. It's I didn't red. Say that. <laughs> it's red. Ugh. So pretentious. So Kylo is the type of person who would say his lightsaber color was blood orange. <laughs> yes, he- yes, he would. Yes, he would. Kylo Ren loves his blood orange lightsaber. <laughs> and Ray's like it's red yeah um the other shot is of him like looking off to the side and his hair is all windswept and he looks very contemplative and 
a friend of mine, I posted that on Twitter and I was like, I'm so excited. We have new pictures of Luke. And a friend of mine responded and said, Luke has definitely just used his lightsaber against the Knights of Ren in that second shot and is contemplating being back in the game now. And I was like, how dare you make me think that? And then I kept looking at the picture and I was like, shit, now I think he's right because there's like a glow on the bottom of the picture and I was trying to figure out what it was, what it was. And now I'm thinking it's his damn lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's my theory now is that he's just whooped some butt and what do I do now? Well, here we are. (laughs) It's like freeze frame. You're probably wondering how I got (laughs) there. So, um, I wanted to also talk a little bit about how we think the movie's actually going to start. Because, I mean, we know how the movie's going to start. It's going to continuing that scene. But, like, is it... So, are we going to just get a continuation and then jump ahead? Or are we going to, like, just get a little... Or is it just going to keep going? Or I, what the heck? I'm still sticking with my prediction from when they said they uh, were going to continue right where they left off in TFA. Mm-hmm. It's... They're going to show that shot and then snap... Ray wakes up and it's off to training. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to like pick up. I agree. Pick up in that moment and then jump ahead a little bit. Yeah, but I think it'll jump ahead and then we're going to have to get some exposition. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to go right to training. I think it's going to be Luke being like, I don't know if this is a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like she's gonna have to convince him of stuff um but i also or he's gonna have to convince her yeah like okay i'll train you but not as a jedi uh or something like that i mean we really don't know what ray's feelings are on it necessarily right yeah like she took the lightsaber back but that's all we know yeah yeah. She can, I mean, she's probably scared out of her mind. Right. You know? So I don't know. I, I wonder if they'll flip it and it's going to be him can like seeing her and sensing it and being like, oh, I have to train you. Mm-hmm. And her being like, ah. The, I'm also really um, eager to see, I think we're all eager to see how they deal with the whole Ray's parentage mystery. Um, yep. I would love if they just got it out of the way, like in the first minute of the movie. <laughs> right, just tell us. He's like, like, hey, daughter, what's up? <laughs> like, my, I left you. I left you on a planet like fifteen years ago. My favorite. This will totally piss the fan off. Fans off theory is they'll just say Ray Skywalker in the crawl. <laughs> I kind of would be into that. I would be like, oh, okay, cool. I knew it. I mean, they answered the, the where is Luke Skywalker question in the TFA crawl. So, you know, like I was, I know, I know a bunch of me and other people were expecting like the movie to end with him saying like him calling her daughter or her calling him dad or something, you know. <laughs> hey, dad. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> what is with that coat, Dad? I'm really embarrassed right now. Oh my God, she's gonna. So even if she's not his daughter, I want her to be like super embarrassed about him. <laughs> And like it's treat up. him like a dad. My dad tells dumbest jokes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> I'm really excited about this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think we need to have you guys on when we do our live commentary of The Last Jedi when we <laughs> when it comes out on TVJ. Well, I hope you are very interested in a fashion commentary because it's uh, going to be like... That's I know. Really short. Oh my God, that why really else would we do a live commentary yes. for this? That coat is so short, like, guys. What lovely shades of gray and tan everybody is wearing. I, mean, I like how the gray compliments the gray in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we're going to have to talk about everyone else's fashion choices, too, because Ray's got a new costume. Mm-hmm. You know, I do really like her new costume. And Leia's yeah. got new costumes, her new fancy duds. Okay, see, I'm going to open up that live commentary by playing Vogue at the start. <laughs> <laughs> This is important in Star Wars. What they're wearing. Could just be doing work yeah. the whole time. Yep. Uh, so we have any last thoughts about the last Jedi trailer or Luke Skywalker or I feel like I've got it all out. I know. <laughs> well, this has been a good therapy session, everyone. <laughs> oh, another important important close question is who's gonna wear the jacket in this movie? Finn. Then yeah, I agree. Who gave it to him? I got outs- it was a gift. I got outside odds. It gets passed to Rose in this movie. Oh, that would. Be oh, precious. that's that's a nice thought. I like that. Yeah, I still think Finn's gonna wear it. Finn's probably gonna wear it though. <laughs> I want to see Luke wear the jacket. <laughs> no, Luke's like that's that's too short. I like a nice awkward life. Yes, a nice that's about. A nice, a nice like, T-length coat. I yes. like a T-length coat. Oh god, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. But it is, and it's so awkward looking in silhouette. It is. It is. It is. All like, right. I can't take my eyes off of it when I see it. Everyone's gonna be like, "Why are they so obsessed with this coat?" I know. Well, we're obsessed with Luke. And basically, the only thing we, we see, because he's always in silhouette. The we only can't thing we keep her eyes off him, period. So, yeah. come on. We spent the last year and a half obsessing over a jacket that got sliced in half at the end of a movie. We're okay that obsessing is a over this. Fair point. Oh, I hope someone mended the jacket. That's important. Poe did, just for Finn. Oh, that's my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and talking about ridiculous things like short coats. <laughs> no problem. Thank Thanks you for so us. much for having us. <laughs> um, you guys, we'll let you guys plug all you, your podcasts and where people can find you guys on Twitter and internets. Um, well, the podcast you can find on iTunes. It's Desi Geek Girls. That's D-E-S-I. Um, and we're on Twitter at Daisy Geek Girls. Uh, I am at Run With Skizzers. I'm and gonna... I'm, <laughs> I'm S at S Krishna on Twitter. Cool. 
and definitely check their podcast out because it's it's really good. And we we love it. It's one of our favorite new shows out yeah. there, and you Thanks, all should thank you. absolutely so listen nice. to and it. And you need to listen to their podcast when they talk about meeting Mark Hamill because it's precious. <laughs> That is one of my favorite podcasts I have listened to in the last five years. No joke. Like, like I'm super against the whole idea of like autographs and like photo ops, but listening to that one made me think that I I kind of need to splurge for the Mark Hamill photo op at the next celebration, finally. Do it. It was so worth it. (laughs) I will. And also go check out their Twitter header because that's also priceless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're avatars it's great <laughs> all right well we are gonna go ahead and wrap up the show there this episode of tashi station radio has been brought to you in part by you our patreon subscriber subscribers we have plural now uh <laughs> head over to tashi-station.net and subscribe to help us support this show and the other shows on the tashi station network on Twitter, you can find us with the handles Tashi underscore station. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. On Facebook, we're the Tashi Station Network. We're available in the iTunes Store, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, do leave a review. It helps us grow the show. You can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. Thanks for listening to another episode. We will catch you all next time. So long. podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Draft Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters. Oh,